Salam Radio Show acknowledges that the land from which we're broadcasting is the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. The colonial project is ongoing and continues to disenfranchise First Nation people. I recognize that sovereignty has never been ceded and like to pay my respect to elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. And salam everyone, uh, I am Jahan Khanlu and you're tuning into Salam Radio on 3CR 855am, sorry I'm a bit hungover. And today we're extremely pleased to be welcoming Grotto, aka Liam Beal, um, to the show, welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, um, God, yeah, it's been crazy that we haven't had you since, until now, but um <laughs> yeah and um so you've um so grotto's just re- is about to release his new upcoming album warp dance that's right yeah uh warp dancer hopefully will be released on the 23rd of this month i've always mm-hmm. been a bit lackadaisical with release dates that's all uh, but <laughs> i'm really hoping that it comes down the 23rd yeah and so not on a label or anything just self-released no it will be released uh not through a traditional label yeah. but it will be uh I'm not sure what the right word is. Uh, yeah, sort of released through our new artistic collective subsistence. Okay. Uh, yeah, and um, I guess what kind of where can we access the album actually? When it comes, I'll be out? available on uh, my Bandcamp, which mm. is uh, foggymountaingrotto.bandcamp.com. Okay. I yeah, um, I was looking it up earlier, and um, yeah, because I just typed in Grotto on Bandcamp, and there's like this Belgian, I think, doom metal band or something. <laughs> Uh, and like, like the hashtag was literally just Belgian metal, and I thought, damn, that's like the last thing I feel you'd want to be uh, associated with Belgian metal. <laughs> I, I really don't know anything about Belgian metal. Uh, I know quite a few Belgian people. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I don't know. I guess like Belgium's reputation is so tarnished now with the with being Brussels. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> but filthy city exactly like like you think about all these eu guys making like terrible soccer team (laughs) (laughs) but anyway so what can you tell us about the i mean where do we even start i guess what does um what does grotto mean what's the what's the meaning behind the the artist i got i took grotto Mm. from uh, the first album by one of my favorite bands uh, sun city girls Mm -hmm. and uh, the album uh, Grotto of Mystics. Mm. Uh, before that, I was called Public Housing and six or seven different project names. Yeah, uh, Fishing Boat. Uh, <laughs> I played in a band called Trackline for about a decade. Okay, uh, that I think last year put out our first album in a oh. decade. Oh, yeah. true. Oh, we should play that later on. Yeah. But um, I guess we should um, let's start by playing um, maybe a song from your album, uh, Warp Dance. Um. Yeah, what can you tell us? I mean, okay, yeah. What can you tell us about the album? For, I don't know, in a few sentences. For well, the album is sort of a, dis- a depiction of uh, what it feels like to to be sleep deprived for an extended period of time. Uh, uh. I, I've someone who's suffered 
insomnia almost all of my life and especially during the period of recording this album uh, mm. I was definitely in a very sleepless state for for weeks and weeks at a time oh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess when I first sort of experienced this, this psychedelic side to to being sleep deprived was yeah. uh, in 2017 when I was mm. flying back from uh, Ireland to mm. Hamburg okay uh and I'd just come from this huge party in Belfast, mm-hmm. and it just so happens that I was getting a bus down from Belfast to Dublin, mm-hmm. flying out of Dublin to Hamburg, uh, but being cooked and all of my friends being cooked as well. Yeah, that's uh, I, I missed the bus. And I was like, oh, I could drive. Uh, <laughs> to Hamburg? No, no, down to <laughs> yeah, Dublin yeah, okay, to get okay. the plane. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we were also we were also bonkers that uh, none of us could work out where the car keys were, so we all sort of just resigned to sitting at the bus stop for another six hours and drinking. Uh, I mean, that's the Irish way. Yeah, well, <laughs> you could you could say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Eventually, flying from Dublin to Hamburg, I'd mm-hmm. already been up for like a day and a half at this point. Yeah. Uh, my flight was delayed from Dublin to Hamburg. So oh, Jesus. I, I really couldn't sleep in the airport, uh, so I sort of stayed awake through that. Landed in Hamburg, and I was being picked up by a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was about, uh, not not to his discredit or anything, mm. about nine hours behind picking me up. So I was sort of just wandering around wow. the, the Ham- Hamburg airport for hours and hours and outside of it, and I eventually went into the city. So he picks me up. Mm. Uh and you know, get in the car and it's like, all right, cool. Finally, go back to the house and sleep. And he's like, oh, I'm really sorry. I'm sorry I'm so late. But we've just got to go and do a few meetings because we were collaborating on a, a project oh. for his sort of uh, charity organization. Oh, my God. Okay. He was like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. It'll only take, you know, 20 <sighs> minutes. It ended up being another four or five hours of going around doing these interviews. And by the, la- the last interview, yeah, uh, we were in a cafe mm. in Hamburg. It was probably like only 9 or 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. Uh, and I was sitting there and mm. uh, my friend and the person he was talking to were both speaking in German and yeah. I, I speak zero, mm. zero German. Uh, and the entire conversation, I was absolutely convinced that not only was I chiming into this conversation, but I was mm. understanding everything that was saying. And eventually the next morning when I woke up, <laughs> my, fr- my friend was like, oh yeah, last night you were like, you were like nodding, nodding along and like, chipping into this conversation we we really couldn't understand what you were saying and yeah i was like oh we we're in there and i like fully described this place we were in and he was like no it was it was nothing like that at all <laughs> it's like you can't you can't get these kinds of hallucinations from any sort of psychological substance yeah uh, jesus the, the pure oh. power of sleep deprivation and i i really really want to make it clear that mm. i'm not trying to like evangelize or uh promote the idea that that sleep deprivation is good it's it's not you know there's this huge myth around uh sleep deprived artists you Mm. know being access being able to access some big creative center in themselves that is locked away by sort of the veil of the veil of being well rested it's just not it's not true at all you know yeah Uh, what the hell you you really can't (laughs) think properly (laughs) yeah i had my yeah i don't know like I had to do, like this epilepsy kind of um checkup once in the hospital. Like I had to stay like in the hospital for like a week. And they'd test all these like different substances on me. Uh and yeah, part of that whole testing thing to like um 
make me have seizures was like having sleep deprivation yeah oh my god that shit like yeah you see these big black like circles coming into you and yeah it's not a sexy high no no, it's it's not inspirational demonic presence yeah exactly it's it's not creative it's like yeah but well anyway (laughs) so this album kind of is kind of a illustration of uh sleep deprivation in a way Mm -hmm. uh it's sort of its original incarnation was uh, an album by one of my other projects called mm. Fishing Boat, mm. uh, which is sort of thematically similar. But I was going to incorporate a lot of ECG data that I'd collected yeah. uh, over tests I'd taken throughout the years. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered that data sonification music sucks. Uh, <laughs> I've never heard any good data sonification music, so I really, if if it does exist, please please send it to me. Uh, my my email address is liam.beal at proton.me. Yeah, uh, of course yeah. you're on Proton. <laughs> yeah, send, send, send me some good data sonification music, but sorry, I digress. Uh, yeah, it's sort of written as a, a dance suite mm. uh, set around the idea of sort of wandering through this really thick miasma of of sleep deprivation. Yeah, uh, Jesus. Okay, so... Um yeah, isn't it a positive album? <laughs> oh, I, w- I would say it has a it has a neutral outcome. Mm. It's neither positive nor okay. nor negative. Neutral, neutral. Yeah. Is it lawful or chaotic? Or <laughs> I think pe- a lot of people associate uh, improvised music and noise mm. with chaos. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of the time that's not not completely true. Because the the image it presents is something very discordant and unorganized. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's pretty like rigid. Like it's annoying saying rules, but like rigid kind of um, systems that one has to follow before improvisation, at least. Like yeah, I mean, a lot of like for a lot of music genres and especially in group improvisation. Like, yeah, the synchronicity of the performers performing is more important than their technical ability a lot of the time. Oh, 100%. Yeah. There's a lot of really terrible improvised music that <laughs> people look at and go, oh, this is bad because it doesn't sound like a, a radio hit. Uh, once you've spent a, a li- even just a little bit of time uh, watching mm. watching improvised performances, yeah. you can really quickly catch on when musicians are working together and when they're not working together. Um, sort of the the huge difference I find between individualist improvisation in a group mm-hmm. and then some of the most fantastic sort of improvised music. Like the music yeah. of Sun Ra, which mm. I guess on the surface a lot of the catalogue is a lot less challenging than people present it to mm. be. Uh, when you when you do a little bit of reading into how the band organised, like, yeah. even though they had a very sort of rigid, traditionalist big band structure in a way, uh, the sort of level they were able to reach by living together and performing for decades was this really immaculate style of improvisation where you could never tell that they were improvising. Yeah. Which is, I think it's sort of the goal for a lot of people. It's a re- really beautiful art form. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Um, well, I'm thinking we should play... Let's play one of the tracks from your album to kind of introduce it to everyone. Fantastic. Is there any track in particular you want to start with? Trying to trying to find one these and twenty minutes on. <laughs> yeah, so the album from I've I've, I've listened to it already and um, yeah, absolutely great. But 
it is funny about the track orders because it's just like all towards the end they're all like 20 minute long yeah. and then at the beginning it's all like singles it's, yeah it feels like i don't know it's like it starts off short and just keeps on going longer and longer uh it was like a one minute track yeah the, the, the title track is <laughs> a minute and 44 seconds <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but yeah do you have uh any in mind or i can yeah i think we should start from the start okay brilliant yeah. uh, this um, is the first track of uh warp dancer it's called bodyguard of the blanket moon mm-hmm. uh let's get playing
and we are back and that last song was bodyguard of the blanket moon by grotto from the upcoming album warp dance and you're listening to salam radio on 3cr 5am i'm jahan khonlu and we are lucky enough to be joined by grotto himself themself <laughs> thanks thanks again for having me oh no worries uh yeah that was that was really great um definitely I don't know. Like maybe you felt some of the sleep sleep insomnia, um, but yeah, the sound textures were absolutely amazing. Like, and it was live instrumentation there. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. This is the uh, the first album where I've played all the instruments myself. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. So what was on it? Like it was some guitar. Yeah, it had some uh, guitar, some violin, mm. uh, some piano. Okay. Uh, some sort of noise making machines mm, okay yeah yeah i was very lucky to have access to uh my friends over at the skull team production group who had a okay. studio up in the highlands of nam mm-hmm. or highlands of victoria sorry yeah, yeah uh before they moved to mexico city oh, so wow. <laughs> i had sort of unrestricted access to a empty studio all to myself for a oh. few weeks which was lovely oh beautiful when yeah. was this uh about oh, about a month ago okay yeah oh sick um and yeah so are there because all of the instruments are live or kind of like you know actual mm. instruments um sorry but that sounded <laughs> god that, that sounded really awful pretentious a drum a drum machine is an actual instrument yeah <laughs> yeah i need to see people playing the actual instruments for it to be music um but yeah so like so there is is there a world where this could be kind of a live show like played live uh you know completely instrumentally like get a guitarist get a violinist yeah uh i've sort of envisaged all my projects as being able to be expanded into a band mm. uh a long time with public housing it had multiple in and out drop in members yeah and one of the benefits of picking the name mm-hmm. Grotto for this project yeah. uh, was I found it very easy to insert words before or after it. Okay. So I performed with uh, with Alexander Powers' Female Wizard mm-hmm. Closing Subclub yeah. Yeah, uh, last weekend. Mm. And I was like, oh, this is great. You know, it could be Female Grotto or Grotto Wizard. Or <laughs> grotto Wizard. Wizard. Wizards of the Grotto. That would uh, be sick, yeah. Yeah, but I, I love names where you can sort of expand it to include other people. And I, I love working with other people mm. as well, you know. Yeah. Being yeah. a solo solo act is great. Uh, but yeah, there's, there's nothing like malleable. collaboration. Yeah. yeah, God, maybe I should change. Yeah, because my, my, my live name is just my name, but like a remix of it. Mm. Zanlu Grotto, <laughs> Jahan Grotto. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be. Uh, I guess I have Saffron Gopnik. That could be. Yeah, Saffron Grotto. Gopnik Grotto. Gopnik. Yeah. Grotto. Grotto. Oh, oh whoa! Lost in the Urals. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, free Russia, so that can happen. <laughs> um, but yeah. So for our next tracks, do you want to? Th- maybe we should just play another one from the album. You think? Yeah, mm. uh, I, I also had another song I thought I could play. Okay, that was, was that? pretty influential to mm. to the creation of the album. Oh yeah, please do it. Yeah, and uh, that was "Dance to Death" by uh, Mahmoud Awad. Oh um, yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, um, from from his classic album "Shake to the Future." <laughs> uh, yeah, of which if you're on the internet in the 
uh, early 2010s. Yeah. I think it was almost impossible to avoid. Oh, God. Everyone's yeah. favorite. Yeah. When, when Orientalism struck the noise scene. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, <mine. laughs> um, oh, God. And keeping to the Salaam, the Salaam theme, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's do that. That's a, that's a yeah. good... We'll play uh, Dance to Death and then uh, we can follow it up with the second track from the album. Yeah, let's uh, do that. Cargo. Okay, brilliant. It's like a joint EP. <laughs> <laughs> so is it Dance to Death by Mohammed Awad? <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
And that last track was uh, Cargo by Grotto from the upcoming album Warp Dancer. And we are lucky enough to be joined today uh, with Grotto, who's joined us on Salam. Hello, Grotto. Hello, go Celtic FC. <laughs> yes, all Celtic fans, um, rejoice. Celtic has won the league with um, Andre Postecoglou, uh, Aussie manager. He's probably going to leave Celtic to go manage Tottenham, I think. So enjoy him while you still have him. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least it was a it was a good triple. It was a good run. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, for those of you who don't know, Grotto is um, he is from Belfast in in, in the UK. So <laughs> in Ireland, if there wasn't a plastic barrier between <laughs> us, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you, COVID. Bar- <laughs> Thank you, COVID. Um, <laughs> save me. But yeah, um, so yeah, Liam, uh, I don't know. Is there an Irish, um, do- does your Irishness come out in the grotto music then? Not really. <laughs> Not really. Uh, no, no, no ballads. No. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> yeah, long day. Yeah, I'll, I'll get there. Yeah. Because uh, maybe you could be the, the Irish um, Mahmoud Awad. Like, <laughs> cause... I think Kevin Shields is already. Oh really? Oh my god! Okay, that's that's bizarre. Yeah, I mean, if if we're talking about Irish music in terms Mm. of Irish people who make music, yeah, uh, I I think I I'm a lot more influenced by my bloody Valentine than I am by any uh, sort of Irish jug bands. Even though I do love that music. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. no, of course. Yeah, Uh, yeah, MBV. Um, Yeah, Irish superstars. Irish superstars. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, and let's ignore that other band from Ireland from the 80s, the big one. <laughs> Which one was that? You <laughs> 2 oh, I've never heard of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah they're kind of, um, I don't know. I, I hear they were pretty edgy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, good one, good one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, in defense, Sunday Bloody Ballads, Sunday, Sunday Bloody Sunday has a good drum part. Oh, look, a, I've seen you 2 live a few times. and I actually have to. Those shows rock. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I was just like, okay, it was exactly as I imagined it. Oh, like, it's it's. I, I hold them in sort of the same regard as Foo Fighters. It's, <laughs> I'll never, I'll never sit down and listen to a Foo Fighters mm. record at home. Oh Jesus! I mean, uh, has anyone? <laughs> but Foo Fighters shows are, mm. are so much fun that I don't even need to enjoy the music to sort mm. of get down with the energy. And I mean, as as soon as Everlong comes on anywhere, mm. I mean. Okay. I, I don't understand how anyone can't get down to that. It's like wow. Okay. Um. Well, should we play something like like Dom and Fun now? Uh, yeah. Sure, we should. Um, yeah. Do you want to play something? Yeah. Um. Well. Okay. You know what? Let's just let's do the U two. Um. <laughs> can you pause the AUX? Um. Yeah. So. Yeah, I guess uh, let's start with a U2 song and then go with a My Bloody Valentine song. For sure. Um, For sure. Uh, okay, so this is like the only U2 song I really like. I think it's like fucking cool. So anyway, this is Sunday Bloody Sunday. <laughs>
And that last track was My Bloody Valentine, You Made Me Realize. And uh, you are listening to Salem Radio on 3CR. I am Jahan Khonlu. And we are lucky enough to be joined today by Irish noise musician. Uh, I don't know, what's your title? <laughs> we are lucky enough to be joined by Grotto. By Grotto. Yeah. yeah. Um, I forgot what I described you on Instagram. But mm. yeah, I guess uh, we played U2 and MBV in honor of Grotto's Irish roots. Yeah. Uh, two great Irish bands. Obviously, one of the bands is a legendary, you know, life-changing, uh, spiritually important act. Oh, and yeah. I mean, like... The, the other is sort of your your run-of-the-mill uh, guitar band. Yeah, Jesus. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I personally don't know where I'd be uh, without the magic of uh, an incredible performer like mm. Bono. Oh, big... I mean, like the continent of Africa... Like, was that very <laughs> it just wouldn't to... exist. Like, exactly. I'm tear- I'm tearing up. I know yeah. Jahan uh, Bono was a huge impact on your life. Oh, big uh, time! Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. Uh, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, when I when I came out of the womb, I'm, I'm getting a bit emotional now. Yeah. But, but when I came out of the womb, my, my parents were listening to, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to to Wang, you know, Wang Life, and you know, wow, wow, it it it, it hit me hard. It's like, I I just, I just look out into the world Mm -hmm. and, you know, every time I see a beautiful, freshly bloomed flower or a perfect sunrise Mm. or a rolling wave on the ocean, I, I just look to the sky and reach towards it and just hope that Bono feels the appreciation, the true spiritual pressure that i'm admitting to to ask for his forgiveness and to continue to bring us these these beautiful moments yeah 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 i mean you know we were going to play some of your your stuff you know like, like grotto but i feel now that you know we have to play you too like yeah i mean it would be disrespectful not to yeah and it's the greatest irish band of yeah, all time. it is the greatest irish band and i mean one of its biggest fans in melbourne is our close friend tig who performs yeah. as blood of a pomegranate oh. I've, I've heard them heard them state mm. multiple times that without the music of you too you know they oh, would, where would where would armenian music be overall like i know you know um, or albanian which one <laughs> forgot um but yeah Yeah. so um it's so hard because you know tig spends so much time talking about about u2 so i feel we have to we have to play what do you think tig's favorite u2 song is oh look i mean there's just so many hits to choose from Mm. uh of course any respectable uh musician experimental or otherwise Mm could never say they had a favourite U2 song because they're just all so good. They're all so out there, you know. They've really pushed boundaries in yeah. contemporary music. Yeah. Uh, it's stunning that, you know, the the mass appeal of U2 has reached as far as it has, considering mm. how forward-thinking they are, you know. Oh, big time. Like, yeah, we're, we're in a more enriched world due to, due to, you know, their activism, their music, their experimentation, like, just everything. Like, gosh, so... Maybe we have to play with or without you, I think, because it's so hard to imagine a world without you too. So, yeah. I, I think that's that's only fitting. Okay, uh, well, so special shout-out to Tig, a.k.a. Blood of a Pomegranate, friend of the show, and big U2 fan. This is U2 with or without you. 
The revolution in Rojava is a beacon of hope for the world, putting direct democracy and feminism into practice on a broad scale. This radical attempt at social transformation now faces huge challenges, including daily attacks by the Turkish military with little outside recognition or aid. Show your support for Rojava by joining North East Syria Solidarity, or NESS, and help ensure the survival of this inspiring experiment in social change. NESS sends aid, raises awareness, and builds solidarity. Get involved at www.nessolidarity.org.au. NESS is a 3CR supporter. Bisexual Alliance Victoria is a not-for-profit organisation dedicated to equality and justice for multi-gender attracted people, including bi, pan, regardless of label or no label at all, their partners and allies. Bisexual Alliance runs discussion groups in person and online. The group offers a safe and fun space to share your experiences, ask any questions regarding your sexual identity and provide peer support. Bisexual Alliance is especially keen to hear from multi-gender attracted people in regional and rural Victoria. Donations of $2 or more to Bisexual Alliance are now tax deductible. For more information, visit our website at bi-alliance.org, email info at bi-alliance.org or find us on Facebook or Twitter. A 3CR supporter. I'm Trans Family is a not-for-profit organization providing a peer support group for loved ones including parents, siblings, extended family, and friends of a trans and gender diverse person. Trans Family runs discussion groups in person and online. We offer a safe space to share your experiences, ask any questions regarding your situation, and provide peer support. We are especially keen to hear from loved ones in regional and rural Victoria. Donations to Trans Family are tax deductible. For more information, visit transfamily.org.au or look for us on Facebook. Trans Family is a 3CR supporter. Hey, what's up? We're Teether and Kui Neil, and we're asking you to support Radical Radio 3CR. You can do this by subscribing either by calling on 039-419-8377 or online at 3cr.org.au slash subscribe. charity or community group looking for office space or a co-working space, Ross House has rooms of different sizes available, from 15 metres squared to 100 metres squared at affordable prices. Many charity groups already call Ross House home, so if you're interested in joining a vibrant community or working towards social justice and environmental sustainability, please visit rosshouse.org.au or contact reception during office hours on 9650 Ross House is a 3CR supporter.
3CR is about community and we welcome your participation at the station. 3CR is open to a wide diversity of volunteers and is a great way to connect with Melbourne's activist community. Have you ever thought about volunteering, doing a reception shift, getting a program on air, training in radio skills or contributing to one of the station's committees? There are many ways to be involved at 3CR. To find out more, go to 3cr.org.au and get in touch. And we are back. You are listening to Salam Radio on 8.55am. I am Jahan Honlu. And for today's show, we're lucky enough to be joined by Grotto. Thank you for having me. Liam. Uh, Grotto is here to help promote, I guess, promote your um, his latest or his upcoming album, um, Warp Dancer, which is coming out when exactly? On the 23rd of this month. Okay, and uh, we've been listening to some of the stuff, um, playing some of you know, Grotto's biggest influences, and um, which includes and only consists of you 2 Exclusively. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, some of Irish stuff. The best Irish band, the greatest Irish band uh, of all time. Not only the greatest Irish band, but... The Irish band. To, to quote uh, a friend who oh, yeah. will go unnamed, uh, the greatest band in the world. Easily, easily. That feels like an understatement. But anyway, <laughs> so uh, we'll, I guess for the rest of the show, I wanted to kind of like explore maybe some of your previous music, some of your old stuff, because um, Gordo has uh, an insane catalogue, really mixed, insane catalogue. So um, yeah, anything in particular you want to talk about now? Uh, well, that's a good question. <laughs> well... I know recently, well, um, you had a release with another friend of the show, Frankie, another YouTube fan. <coughs> um, uh, you have a hip hop project called DNR. Yeah, it, yeah. Uh, do not res. Oh. Yeah, uh, <laughs> me and Frankie Saliba uh, mm-hmm. spent most of January locked up in his shed. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, producing our first EP, yeah. uh, Late Onset Sids. Mm-hmm. Sort of a mix of. Uh, sure, industrial, industrial music, death uh, grips worship, industrial music, <laughs> uh, hard style gabba, uh, yeah, and lots of lots of shouting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you guys, um, yeah, played at the last power trip, uh, with Disfig, yeah, uh, female wizard, and yeah, uh, um, Ubo, of course, yeah, yeah, absolutely amazing show. Like you guys have. Some amazing charisma. Well, Frankie does. You're behind the decks. Yeah, oh, I can attribute <laughs> all the charisma of the band to Frankie. Um, and yeah, so I guess for that EP, like, um, uh, how many? Four songs on the EP, right? Yeah, four yeah. songs on the EP. Uh, mm-hmm. Live, we include a few more that we felt didn't really fit on the record. Yeah, uh, some for licensing issues. Mm. Uh, oh, like samples. Yeah, yeah, sample clearance stuff. Others for. Just we didn't think it fit on the EP. Mm, I mean, yeah. the, the sort of idea behind the EP uh, was a little bit different to how I work normally in mm. terms of producing music. Uh, how so? Because we're a new act. Yeah, we really wanted it to be sort of this uh, beckoning shout, like mm. this first first scream into the world. So mm. super super compressed, super crunchy. <laughs> uh, we mix it as loud as as loud as we thought would yeah. be. 
appropriate for sort of a general audience without sort of disappointing the people who just wanted a wall of wall of noise. Yeah, I mean, it suits Frankie. Oh yeah, <laughs> Fra- Frankie's like, vocal style really, really needs that wall hands of noise. itself to to blasting beats. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, do you have any tracks you can play for us from there? Yeah, I do. Okay. Uh, do you want something? Do you want something blasting, or do you want something a little bit more subdued? Uh, let's, we, we advertise the blasting. Yeah, it feels we'll kind of. Um, yeah, I guess this is that. the the lead single from the EP, mm-hmm. uh, Pacification. Okay, so it's DNR Pacification. Much more than just a series of small isolated incidents, it's now apparent that an organized criminal element is at work, and at the moment. Business is good. So good, in fact, that there appear to be no eyewitnesses to any of these crimes. With complaints ranging from purse snatching to breaking and entering, police switchboards have been swamped with the angry voices of more and more citizens who have fallen prey to the recent surge of crime that continues to plague the city. Much more than just a series of... Time the Pacific Nation, lay my body at the station. 676 ways to die in the street. Mummies of tokos by rising over my knees. I'm desensitized between the news and drill feeds. I love violence. Just do 
And that last song was Pacification um, by DNR. You are listening to Salam Radio on 3CR at 55am. And we are lucky enough to be joined by one half of DNR. Uh, the, yeah, the um, oh, Grotto. <laughs> so we have a non-MC ride member of... <laughs> The, fl- the Flatlander of yeah. DNR. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, the Flatlander. That's, that's, that's a good title. Um, but of course, we've been um, we are we've been talking about Grotto's upcoming solo album, uh, Flatlander's upcoming solo album, Warp Dancer, and kind of I guess now we're just exploring your your catalog, yeah. your really vast catalog, yeah. which DNR is just a part of. Uh, do you have any other? Have you ever done any other like hip hop projects with that, or is this? I used to make a lot of beats, mm. uh, of course, a lot of <laughs> instrumental, instrumental hip hop beats uh, mm. in the early 2010s. Oh well, okay. Yeah, as sort of a challenge to myself, I'd mm. sit there and just try and knock out as many as I can. Yeah. On a night with uh, my SP 404. Mm-hmm. Uh, but outside of that. I haven't really okay. ever worked. Yeah, I've worked with a MC before. Yeah, wow. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's kind of a credit to Frankie. He's just yeah. so um, <laughs> such a character. Yeah, uh, absolutely, absolutely yeah. fantastic vocalist who doesn't give himself enough credit. Yeah, I think um, hopefully he'll he'll really um, yeah he really shines when he takes the stage. Like yeah. uh, when you when when DNR played at uh, Miscellanea uh, for the Power Trip, like. You know, you get, like, like DNR played first, and I'm, I'm not really not just saying this. Like, the fact that there was like Disfig and an amazing Yuboa set, like like top tier Yuboa, phenomenal Yuboa like, set, and DNR like didn't like fully held their own. I feel like yeah, um, with, with both sets. So yeah, big yeah. credit. <laughs> yeah, but and Fr- Frank has also appeared on. On other rap projects mm. as well, uh, he's done a lot of work with Teaser. Yeah, yeah, shout and, out to uh, Byang, the the King of Sydney. Yeah, the Sydney crew, <laughs> King of Brunswick, as we king, call him king, here. King of Brunswick, King of <laughs> Sydney makes him happy. <laughs> he, he likes that title. <laughs> yeah, but shout out to Harry and Josh. Yeah, uh, exactly. they both appeared on late onsets. Yeah, 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 late yeah. onset Sids. Mm. Uh, very lucky to have three of the best rappers in the country. Yeah. Here on the record, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I feel it's a real not of the best, the three best rappers in the country, <laughs> the three rappers yeah. of the country, the, the, the three rappers of the country. <laughs> yeah. um, if only we could got 360 as well, I mean, that really would have sealed, the deal. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And cursor, <laughs> well, maybe for the album, yeah. Um, but well, I guess so. The, the upcoming Grotto album isn't your, isn't a debut album. No. Uh, so what could you tell us about like the first Grotto album? Uh, the first Grotto album was mm. called Far From Any Road. Yeah. Uh, came out, when did that come out? Uh, September 30, 2022. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was sort of a, I wouldn't say it was a departure from mm. what I'd been making prior to that. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've sort of always been even semi-associated with dance music because mm. I used to DJ a lot more than I do now. Yeah. Uh, and I really, struggled to, I really struggled to make club music. Mm. Uh, I think a lot of people in the past had come to my performances mm. expecting them to be solely, solely club music yeah. performances. And in oh. a way, I sort of shifted my approach mm-hmm. to, 
to fit that for a little while. Yeah. Uh, and Far From Any Road was sort of the end of that cycle mm-hmm. uh, where I was still struggling to produce this sort of clubby music, but I'd integrated it into the more noisy uh, noisy stuff I'd yeah. done before. Well, I mean, from what I've seen of your, like, recent live performances, there's definitely, it kind of, like, will suddenly come out, like, a big, like, drum and bass beat, hmm. like, like, kind of out of nowhere. Uh, so I feel, you'd, yeah, you definitely integrate those two areas really well, like, and, and as a live act, like, I feel that's, that's hard work. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've always seen myself as a, as a, I've always, not seen myself, mm. I've always enjoyed performing live a lot more than yeah. I have recording music. In oh, fact, really? if I was to choose, I'd... I'd never release anything on record mm. ever again and just <laughs> just have the live recordings for the rest of my <laughs> whatever's left yeah, of my wow. artistic career. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well uh well any plans for like a live album or like do you play do you feel like you'd release tracks live like live Yeah. Albums? I've released quite a lot of live material. Mm. Uh probably not in the most accessible fashion because uh, I, I've never wanted to pay for a SoundCloud subscription. <laughs> a lot of the time I haven't been able to justify spending $120 for SoundCloud. So a lot God, of them... It's that much now. Yeah, it's really oh, expensive. Jesus, yeah. uh, especially for a platform like SoundCloud. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> but in any case, I've done myself a relatively relative disservice mm. uh, in terms of promoting the live stuff I have put out. I'm, ter- yeah. I'm ter- absolutely shocking at mm. music marketing or marketing <laughs> myself. <laughs> Uh, but they're all available on my Mediafire account, mm-hmm. which I think is still linked in my bio on my Instagram. <laughs> yeah, wow. Uh, shout out to Mediafire. That's a blast. Yeah, Mediafire. Sick, you know. <laughs> uh, I, I also don't... Even though I say I'm terrible mm-hmm. at marketing my music, Yeah, uh, I've always been pretty focused on releasing things in such a way that I'm I'm not worried about it being hugely available. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not yeah. super interested in everyone or people having, you know, willy-nilly access to the content unless yeah. they're looking for it, mm. uh, which isn't because I want to make my music exclusive or anything. Yeah. It's just I don't really believe in... Uh, the sort of mass marketed approach, mm. you know, the streaming streaming approach to music. Yeah. And I mean the economic implications that has for artists mm. and sort of the limitations that puts on artists, especially when you're working with all the samples or yeah. Oh yeah, God. Yeah. yeah that's, a, that's a tough one. Yeah. A lot of a lot of that uh was really heavily influenced by uh, the artist and performer Terry Thelmetz who mm. performs as DJ Sprinkles. Oh yeah. Uh, she has a uh, a bevy of material on this topic available on her on her website, okay. uh, Comatose Recordings, and can explain it a lot more eloquently than I can. <laughs> well, maybe we should have her on the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She actually spoke at uh, a miscellanea mm. about a month ago, and it was. Yeah. I think it was really a really a, a talk that the NAM music community needed to hear. Oh, they uh, need a lot of talks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is it's a whole lecture series yeah. they need. But go out and buy DJ Sprinkles mm. recordings. Yeah, shout uh, out to pheno- phenomenal. Life, life-changing stuff. But let's play one of your tracks now. Yeah. Uh, um. <laughs> I guess if we're talking Far From Any Road, then mm-hmm. we'll play a track from Far From Any Road. Let's uh, do that. This is titled Mountain Ecstasy. Mountain Ecstasy by Grotto. 
It seems that in all the religions of the world, there is a natural inclination to go to the mountains, to get in touch with God, but more as a journey of self-discovery, a way of uncovering who we really are, away from civilization, close to nature, to think about the things that really matter in our lives. And after having spent some time in the mountains, people, whether they're Buddhists, Hindus, Muslims, Christians, or any of the religions of the world, they return to their home, to their town, to their city, to their village, with a greater sense of the awesomeness of nature and the God who has created it all. I hope that you'll find peace of mind and peace of soul in your life, and that you'll savor the natural wonders that are all around.
those last two tracks were from Grotto's first album. Uh, can you remind us of the name? Uh, far from any road. <laughs> and of course, we are, you're listening to Salam Radio on 8.55am, 3CR. And we are today joined by Grotto himself for promoting the, the upcoming album. And I guess we're going through the Grotto archives now. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I definitely see that kind of integration of, you know, club beats, sudden, like, drum and bass loops coming in <laughs> from these soundscapes, uh, and cringy religious dialogue. <laughs> Feel it, yeah, really. S- spiritual, but not religious. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that prevents it from being cringy. <laughs> Uh, cringe, cringe is dead, John. Uh, oh yeah, we have to come up with a new word. I feel. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, uh, the the NPCs are discovering it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, socially discouraging, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, that will be that'll be that'll be the homework of today's yeah. show. Come up with a new word. But um, yeah, I guess uh, you were saying earlier, earlier in the show about your sludge metal project. Yeah, sort of a sort of a mix of sludge metal, noise, hardcore, debate, experimental black metal. Yeah, uh, track of... trackline performed for years and years mm. and never released anything. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I feel like I feel like literally in the last 2 weeks everyone in in Melbourne is just so into sludge metal now. Yeah, so, yeah. I, th- I, I think I it's the it. weather, the economic situation. You know, people are slow- slowing down because they can't afford to go fast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, quite literally. Yeah, yeah. the, the supplements think. that people uh, uh, look for to really speed up uh, mm-hmm. declined in quality significantly. Of course, I'm talking about organic coffee beans. Yeah, yeah, of course. Definitely not in any class A type substance. <laughs> So I guess that makes this band quite avant-garde. You know, you can pull these if you're a sludge metal band ten years. Oh, ago. absolutely not avant-garde in any way. It was a it was a fun project. You know, we just Face wanted it, to you make were, you were playing sludge metal ten years ago. That's <laughs> yeah. I mean, we played uh, our last show uh, to a bunch of friends, and we mm. all rented a big house on yeah Kangaroo Island and just sort of thrashed out mm-hmm. for a few nights. Yeah, uh, and then. Uh, a couple of years after that, our lead mm-hmm. singer Mickey passed away, oh, uh, and then me and uh, me and my drummer Lam, yeah. uh, not to be confused with Liam, who currently oh. lives in Vietnam Lam with, and his, Liam. <laughs> with his wife. Oh, beautiful! Uh, just called each other one day and we're like, "Oh, you know, we should probably uh, probably record something." We're yeah. under we're under no pretense that mm. anyone would know who we are yeah. or care about the music, <laughs> uh, and it's been a really long time since almost since the band broke up that. Yeah. I, performed any vocals on a record so mm. the vocals are, uh, are screamy but mm-hmm. nothing to write home about yeah uh, the playing is uh, ramshackled and mm-hmm. put together really the the release was more of a a release for us yeah. to to end sort of the band as as, yeah. it, as it was also that just everyone has something to oh we, are, we don't care if anyone yeah. listens to it it was oh. it, it really really was just you know an, an afterthought of hey we should we spent this time making it. That's what mm. got online. You know, it was one of it was one of those things we wrote for ourselves. Yeah, a, a catharsis, a catharsis Aww. project. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. Um, oh, I feel bad about making fun of. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> it's a metal thing now. It's it's always to make fun of. You know, okay. M- music is meant to be fun. 
I, yeah, I would, actually, that, that's a big message. Yeah, I, w- I would never make something that I didn't have fun making. Mm. You know, I'm I'm totally against masochistic oh, art Jesus. creation. You know, yeah. it's like artists paying. The artist paying. Fuck being in pain. No, excuse, excuse my French. Oh no, no, uh, that's okay. But, yeah, but that's something that needs the French. Yeah. If you're in pain and you're making art, you're thinking about the pain first and mm. the art second. Oh yeah. Uh, whether if you're making art about pain, that's completely different. Mm. You know? Yeah, I mean that's a that's a, another ball game. Yeah. Uh, well, can we listen? Uh, yeah, I'll just fish your, out your a catharsis. Fish out a track that I think mm. is appropriate. Yeah, where yeah. can we? Is it on? Um, is it on Bandcamp? Oh, it is. It is on Bandcamp. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, so while Liam is finding the track, I'll just uh, wrap up on what we've been doing. Um, yeah, so Liam's side project, well, Liam's project Grotto is just releasing a new album, which you can all catch on Bandcamp later on, I believe, the 23rd of June, called Warp Dancer. Uh, will be absolutely brilliant. Um, you know, very soundscapey, noisy, but with live instruments. Some of these sounds, I have no idea how he came up with. So, yeah, check it out. And for this show, for this edition of Salon, we've been kind of going through Liam's archives and uh, influences. Uh, of course, a, a two-letter. Um, yeah. Well, so you got the tracks ready? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Brilliant. So yeah, uh, let's uh, let's go. This is a reintroduction of the forty-fifth pentagram by Trackline from the album Trackline Forever. Let's go.
And that track was, was reintroduction of the 45th pentagram by Trackline. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is uh, Grotto's, uh, one of Grotto's uh, old bands. Yeah, former, former mm. bands. Yeah, um, great stuff, holy crap. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, so you're listening to Salm Radio on 8.55 a.m. I am Jahan Honlu, and we've been... Uh, listening to a lot of Grotto's old music and newer music, kind of, uh, this is a mini greatest hit session <laughs> with, with some inspiration, yeah. of course. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess we should, we should play one of, um, one of the longest songs on the album because, yeah. uh, from Warp Dancer, which is coming out, uh, in, uh, 23rd of June. Yeah. 23rd. 23rd. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. 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 Um, and of course, earlier we were talking about the kind of the lengths of the songs, how it starts off with kind of, I hate to say it, snappy, shorter songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's uh, split into two discs. Mm. So the first disc is, uh, the first four songs, yeah. which are Bodyguard of the Blanket Moon, Cargo, Force mm. Field, and sort of Pedals. Yeah. And the second disc is, mm. uh, the final three songs, yeah. which is The Faith, Warp Dancer, and 40 Days Without Water. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, I guess we should play something from the second half. Yeah. Uh, from the se- uh, so, which of these tra- which track do you want to? I think we should. We'll for. play half of the first song off the second disc. Okay. Which is the faith. Brilliant. Yeah. And what can you tell us about the song before we before we start? Or. <laughs> I'm not sure. I can say anything that. Oh. Oh, I see. Would. It's about. I don't, want, I don't want to take away from the mystery. Okay. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, that's just a way of saying I don't know what to say. <laughs> saying it takes away. <laughs> Might take away be, from the mystery sounds cool. Okay. No, I don't want to be mysterious. Oh, you know? well, I'm trying to be transparent <laughs> about the fact that I don't know what to say. <laughs> You're being mysterious in a way that Slipknot and Batushka are. <laughs> Which which version of Batushka? Oh, yeah, I, the the bef- good the good one or the before the schism? Before the schism, yeah. yeah. Before everyone found out they were Polish. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, okay. So this is the thief by Grotto from the upcoming album Warp Dancer.
And that last track was The Thief, well, part of The Thief by Grotto, who's been our guest for today's show. Um, and yeah, I'm afraid that's all we really have time for. So I guess any last words? Yeah, uh, Warp Dancer will be hopefully out on the 23rd of this month, yeah. uh, available digitally on Bandcamp, mm-hmm. on uh, hand-drawn CDRs. Oh, wow. Uh, or on USB, if you prefer to receive it that way. Uh, the USB versions will be uh, at the maximum, maximum mm. quality, you know? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Get those. For those audio files, you can really <laughs> hear the difference. Or just wait for it to be on Soulseeker then. Yeah. The, the USB version will also include uh, additional bonus material. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got to get that. Yeah. So we can get it by contacting you on Instagram? Yeah, contact yeah. me on Instagram. There'll be a merch link up on uh, Bandcamp mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. But I'd prefer to do sales mm. person to person. Yeah. Yeah. Easy Cash, so... credit, uh, no check. <laughs> or trades. I'm very happy to trade. Oh, uh, yeah. That's it. Album for album with other musicians. Fuck yeah. Okay. And if you can't afford it, uh, you can have it for free. <laughs> Beautiful. So uh, we can contact you and um, on Instagram and we'll be sure to promote it here on Salam. Yeah. Because you're so bad at promoting yourself. Oh, shocking. <laughs> Um, but speaking of promoting albums and songs, we're going to finish today's show with um, a last track, not by Grotto. No. But um, we've received news, breaking news, that uh, Blood of a Pomegranate, friend of the show, their sales have been declining massively. Yeah, they're going to sue us. Yeah, yeah, wow. Um, so we thought kind of as, as a peace offering, we should play one of their songs uh, on the show to, to finish yeah. off. Um if you if you didn't catch uh, Blood of a Pomegranate at uh, the Bonnie Mercer Liquid Architecture event, mm. it was truly a spectacular show. Oh, I missed I mean, it sadly. To go on a lineup with Bonnie, who is mm. one of one of Nam's premier noise exports, mm. and to completely hold your own, mm. uh, as well as performing on the same lineup as someone as talented as Chloe Sobek, yeah, uh, is a real credit to Tick. Yeah. The show was phenomenal. Brilliant. Well, um, so I thought we can play um, Hov Arek, which I believe is a cover song of the U2 song of the same name, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's a rough translation of... Uh, yeah, from of traditional a, Irish. Yeah, yeah. From, uh, from a traditional Irish song that featured on the Joshua Tree album. Oh. Yeah. What I thought was on Aktung Baby. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, wait, is it? Okay, well... From that era of U2. Like, yeah. You know, sort of yeah. So, Truly. Amazing song. Many people don't know that U2 was really plugged into the Armenian music scene mm. in the late 90s. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, they were, so this is Blood of the Pomegranate, Hov Arek, the cover of U2. <laughs> 